Let's enjoy this ongoing message by Sam Adeyemi. Daniel chapter 6 verses 1 to 3, message Bible. And I'll give us um, a condensed version of today's message. Daniel chapter 6 verses 1 to 3, message Bible. Let's read it together. Darius reorganized his kingdom. He appointed 100 governors to administer all the parts of his realm. Over them were three vice regents, one of whom was Daniel. The governors reported to the vice regents, who made sure that everything was in order for the king. But Daniel brimming with spirit and intelligence, so completely outclassed the other vice regents and governors that the king decided to put him in charge of the whole kingdom. So today we're sharing on serving with excellence. Serving with excellence. I am persuaded about something, and it is that this whole series that we've been running this month on excellence is somebody's preparation for promotion. Amen. And it is that story of promotion that we see here in Daniel chapter 6. Excellence, we have said, is being the best at something. It is being extraordinary. It is possessing good quality in an unusual degree. Um, so if you value excellence or you want to achieve excellence, the word quality has to mean much to you. But what we want to point out from scripture today is the fact that excellence increases your capacity for influence and enhances your capacity for leadership. When you see Daniel's story, you see how excellence helped him to move up. Proverbs 22:29 in the New International Version says, do you see someone skilled in their work? They will serve before kings. They will not serve before officials of low rank. Once you bring in excellence into your life, your level will not remain the same. Says you, the category or caliber of people that you have to serve will begin to go up. My belief, because then I want to find out, you know, so what, what role does this excellence thing play in the life of a Christian and how should we approach it? Is it the same way everybody else approaches it? My conclusion is that our relationship with God should influence the quality of our character and the level of our competence. Because those two things make up leadership, character and competence. Character and competence. The fact that the Holy Spirit is in my life should help me to achieve character at an unusual level and help me to achieve competence at an unusual level. 
And obviously, that was the scenario with Daniel. So let me just pick two people. Joseph, Genesis 41, 38 to 40 in the New International Version. Genesis 41, 38 to 40. So Pharaoh asked them, can we find anyone like this man in whom is the spirit of God? Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, since God has made all this known to you, there is no one so discerning and wise as you. You shall be in charge of my palace and all my people are subject to your orders. Only with respect to the throne will I be greater than you. So Joseph has a testimony that he has unusual wisdom, unusual competence. And Pharaoh says, I know where you got it from. It is the spirit of God. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that for the fact that the Holy Spirit is engaged in your life, your thinking will never be ordinary again. Amen. Hear what Pharaoh said to Joseph. Since God has made all this known to you, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that you will not operate at the level of ignorance that everybody else in town is operating in. I pray in Jesus' name that the things that confuse people will not confuse you. Yeah. Ideas will flow through your mind that are beyond the capacity of the human mind. Yeah. When people see you and when they hear you, they will remember God. Yeah. That's what happened here. Only God could have shown this guy this thing. That would be your testimony said, call unto me, I will answer you. I will show you great and mighty things that you don't know. First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9, eye has not seen, ear has not heard, neither has entered into the heart of any man the things that God has prepared for those who love him. Verse 10 says, but these things he has revealed unto us by his spirit. You will see things nobody ever saw before. Amen. You will catch solutions nobody else ever caught before. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ you will solve problems the way nobody before you ever solved them before. Joseph outclassed everybody else, even the very best in Egypt, because the Spirit of God was in him. But bear in mind that Joseph entered Egypt as a slave. He was bought at the slave market. And then he was lied against and landed in prison. Yet, by the operation of the Holy Spirit in his life, he scaled those hurdles and entered the palace. By the Spirit of God, you will rise beyond every obstacle. Everything called a barrier that this country and every other system on this planet puts on your path will not be able to stop you. Amen. So let me read Daniel's testimony and we'll pray. Daniel chapter 5, verses 13 and 14 in the Message Bible. Daniel 5, 13 and 14, Message Bible. So Daniel 
was called in. The king asked him, Are you the Daniel who was one of the Jewish exiles my father brought here from Judah? I've heard about you, that you are full of the Holy Spirit, that you've got a brilliant mind, that you are incredibly wise. Ah, they will hear about you. Hear the king. Are you that Daniel? I've been hearing about you, that my father brought as a captive, a captive of war. A young boy captured by soldiers that went to fight in Israel and brought as a captive of war. A captive of war is a slave. Yet, Daniel shattered the ceiling, broke through those barriers. And let me go back to his testimony in the passage we read when we started. There were 120 governors. There were three vice regents to oversee the governors, and Daniel was one of them. They said, Daniel, brimming with spirit and intelligence, so completely outclassed the other vice regents and governors that the king decided to put him in charge of the whole kingdom. Anywhere you show up from today, I prophesy by the Spirit of God, you will outclass them. The Holy Spirit, listen, Psalm 78, verse 72, and he shepherded them by the integrity of his heart and by the skillfulness of his hands. Character, competence. That was David. I prophesy in the mighty name of Jesus Christ that in character you will outclass your contemporaries. In competence, problem solving, you will outclass your contemporaries. Finally, for God to be able to do what he wants to do, Daniel got something right. It's in Daniel chapter 1 verse 8. But Daniel determined that he would not defile himself by eating the king's food or drinking his wine. So he asked the head of the palace staff to exempt him from the royal diet. If you see a miracle on this planet, if you see anything that God did, it takes a combination of divinity and humanity to produce it. You need divinity and humanity for the fulfillment of destiny. That's why sometimes when somebody says, God, come and do it. God, come and do it. God says, leave me alone. I've done my part. Do your part first. You've heard my story before. 20 years ago, January 1997, when I was praying, Lord, give me a national breakthrough. You gave me a global vision. I'm going to the world. They don't even know me in Nigeria yet. Give me a national breakthrough. He said, leave me alone. Said, ah, which one? He said, go and face your job and let me do my job. To put the power on you is my job. We describe it as the gifts of the Spirit. Say it's a gift. It won't take me five minutes. I'll give you. He said, but the other part of the work of the Holy Spirit in your life is the fruit of the Spirit. He said, I can't give you. You have to grow it. He said, and that talks about your character. 
He said, your character is the foundation I look at before I put the weight of success on you. He said, what you are asking for, if I give you now, you will crash. I understood what he was saying. It's okay. Let's take it small, small. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, when it comes to the issue of character, Daniel did his own part. He made up his mind. If God does not help me, I don't need help. The kind of help where I will help myself or somebody else will help me, I don't want. I want only God. Food dedicated to idols. So by the time everything is working fine now, they will now say it was their idols that helped me. I don't want. So there are things some of us are eating that we should stop eating. Because the testimony will not be smooth. At the end of the day, there is human interference plus demonic interference. No mixing. God does not like to share his glory with anybody. Whatever you compromise to get, you will lose. It's time to take a strong stand for God. Did I hear you say amen to that? Amen. So when we make our own choice, then the power of the Holy Spirit comes in. My grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. So even where we are weak, Holy Spirit shows up. If Satan is expecting us to fall, we stand. Because it's no longer us, it is Holy Ghost. The devil sets trap for us. God takes us through another direction. Did I hear you say amen? amen? You remember that they conspired to destroy Daniel, got the king to sign a decree. Anybody that prayed to any other god apart from Nebuchadnezzar himself will be thrown into the den of lions. God showed up. You won't perish. There is no being on this planet, not to talk of especially human being, that can destroy your destiny. Because some of us empower people unnecessarily. We talk about employers as if they have the power of life and death. They don't. It's because he's alive, that's why he's your employer. There is no governor that has control over your destiny. Nobody. You have to think like that. So you remember Daniel's friends? When Nebuchadnezzar raised that idol and said everybody should worship it, they said, we will not. See fire. They said, king, even you, answer us. Do you think it makes sense to do this? We are telling you here, our God is able to save us. And even if he does not save us, there is something about a Christian that you make a Christian fearless. Fearless. The major thing you can use to scare a human being on this planet is death. And we are not afraid of death. We died, we died before. Jesus died on our behalf and his death was credited to our account. All of us died with him. There's not, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Amen? If you kill me, if I was going to hell, then I should feel bad. You kill me, I translate to another level. Because it's only the body you can kill. You can't kill the spirit and the soul. I show up in heaven. It's more beautiful than Nigeria. We need fearless Christians. 
And it's the Holy Spirit that opens your eye to see things like that and to think like that. We can't be afraid of poverty. Be afraid we won't get food to it. Be afraid of and now be compromising and lying and doing what they are doing. You do it the way they do it, you end up the way they end up. Daniel made a choice. The power of God came, strengthened his character, and then now gave him sophisticated wisdom. Ah, I prophesy in the mighty name of Jesus Christ that the heavens open up heavenly solutions to you now. Yeah. I prophesy creativity, yeah. innovation, yeah. problem-solving skills yeah. that are out of this world yeah. in the mighty name of Jesus. God will release wisdom to you. It will reverberate to the ends of the earth in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I pray for the person who came here today who says, Pastor, my relationship with God is not okay. I must be honest. My relationship with God is not okay. I'm a sinner. I want God to forgive me my sins. Man's greatest problem is sin. S-I-N. Sin. And I'm not just talking about the act. I'm talking about the nature. It's a nature. As long as the nature is there, we will do sin. So when we ask God to forgive us our sins, the beautiful thing is he forgives us quite all right, but he removes the nature and puts his own nature there. If you're that honest person, can you just put your hand on your heart? Pastor, pray with me that God should forgive me my sins. My relationship with God is not okay. You could not have come to this service by accident. God brought you here today. He wants to make your life radically different from that of the average person out there. Perhaps you've been a Christian before, but God forbid you die, appear before God tonight, you are not absolutely sure you will make heaven. You want to rededicate your life to Jesus. Can you also put your hand on your heart? I'd like to pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. Please say this prayer after me. Dear God, I believe that Jesus paid for my sins. I ask you to forgive me and to accept me as your child. Thank you for hearing my prayer. In Jesus' name. Let me pray for you. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for our brothers and sisters who have said this prayer. Jesus did not die in vain. Their sins are forgiven now. We ask, Heavenly Father, as you give them a new heart, a new nature, teach them to know you personally. Teach them to love you and serve you the rest of their lives. In Jesus' name. 